Welcome, I'm Larry Olson, and what's on your mind? Once set, it delivers your life. To change the outcomes we want, we must change the plays we're running. Join us at Mindset Playbook with real people, real talk, for real insight. Mindset Playbook is excited to announce your opportunity to become a part of the success of Mindset Playbook podcast, as well as making the listening experience even better. Please go to Patreon, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com, and at the top of the page it says, find a creator and type in Mindset Playbook Podcast. Choose how you'd like to begin, and you'll instantly become a part of the family. Larry looks forward to your participation in making all of our lives even better. Well, welcome to Mindset Playbook. I know there's lots of different experiences you could be having right now, but you've chosen to be with us today, and we want to make sure we make that more than worth your while. And Mindset Playbook is where we uncover the foundational elements that cause the success as well as failures of businesses and in our own lives. And those are our habits, our attitudes, our beliefs, and our expectations. You know, if this foundation is not in alignment with our vision and goals, then the result we achieve are mediocre at best. The same applies to your business. Does your website, LinkedIn, and advertising all align with your company's vision? Or are they working against one another and you're not even aware of it? My guest today is all about not only the importance of alignment, but how to align for exceptional results. Brooke Chapman is the executive director for 3x3 and 9 Boxes. Brooke's track record delivers strong commercial results for organizations in the professional services and nonprofit, non-for-profit sectors. She's skilled in marketing strategy and business growth, customer experience, brand development, as well as team development and optimization. So whatever you need, she can resolve. Brooke, welcome to Mindset Playbook. Thanks for having me, Larry. Really good to be here. It's good to have you here, and I I just love the accent. (laughs) You know, um, and Brooke is up bright and early to do this, uh, as you can imagine. Brooke, in your work, you talk about businesses and agencies being trapped in a negative cycle. Um, But more often than not, they aren't even aware of it. And I'd like to start with two questions. First, what is a negative cycle and and how the heck do I know I'm in one? And then secondly, how do we go about changing it for those optimal results that your company delivers? Yeah, great questions Um, and a little bit to unpack there. Um, Look, in our business, we work with with small to medium businesses. So, um, you know, enterprises turning over anywhere between sort of $5 million to $100 million. And what we find with businesses in in that range is that they typically um, don't have a chief marketing officer or a marketing director who is able to give them um, a level of strategic oversight and thinking in their business, at least in a marketing sense. So what we see is that these businesses 
you know, it's really exciting. They get some budget. They decide they're going to go out there and start marketing. They find an agency. Um, you know, they brief that agency. Uh, the agency does the best they can. But sort of six to eight months later, everyone's a little bit disappointed. Uh, the results are mediocre, um, or, you know, mixed at best. Um, the business starts thinking marketing doesn't work. You know, we're better off just getting another salesperson. The agency is sort of frustrated because they're doing the best they can. Um, and we're in this negative cycle. Ultimately, the business ends the engagement. And then, you know, where, where do they go then for their marketing? The answer really to um, make these engagements more positive and get out of the negative cycle is to put some strategic uh, foundations in place. Mm. So the reason that these engagements don't work is that the business uh, has got an idea of what their operating market looks like. Um, They have some sort of business strategy, but then when it comes to marketing, they jump straight into tactics and they miss marketing strategy. So Mm. when they go to those agencies, they're briefing them in, but they don't have the foundations in place. They haven't reviewed and refined their market position internally and externally. They haven't done customer insights. So they've got a really deep, intimate understanding of their customer needs. And also that those needs are different across different customer segments. They haven't mapped the buyer's journey and the pathway to purchase, and they don't know what their optimal channel mix is. So they go to the agency and they're expecting the agency to have all the answers. They don't. The agency does their best, but if you don't have that uh, foundational pre-work done, then you're really not going to get the right results. So, so that's where we focus with businesses, getting those initial pieces of work done so that when you're going to the agency and starting uh, you know, to brief them in on the digital or the brand or, or, or whatever you need from them, um, that they've got all of the pieces in place and there are no legacy issues really holding your business back. I see. So you're one of the biggest challenges in small businesses is we've got a vision. We know what we're good at and what we'd like to have happen for other people and other businesses. But have we really defined it? Do we do we really know what it is or is it just a passion we have and we just happen to be good at it? And to be able to articulate that. I think sometimes I know within our own business has produced our negative cycle. You know, how come more people aren't calling us? How come more people aren't taking action? Um, And then, you know, we're certainly weren't good at messaging. We're not necessarily good at asking ourselves the right questions. And I don't know about you, but when I get sick, I don't go to med school. (laughs) Yeah, I, I find a doctor, somebody that already knows how to do it. So how what have you found to be some of the greatest challenges that you face to getting a small business to articulate or to be able to be open enough to um to answer those kind of tough questions that I'm sure that you get in, involved in. Yeah, look there are a few challenges. I think um we're still dealing with the perception among some business leaders that marketing is a project. Um okay. I can brief this out, um, this can be done, it'll be fixed, and then I can move on to something else. 
that's just not realistic. Um, the same way that you meet every month to go through your profit and loss, you meet every month to talk about operations and customers and people, you need to be meeting every month to talk in a meaningful way about marketing. And the job is never over. Uh, mm. Markets evolve and change and businesses need to as well. You need to be constantly looking at what is happening in your market, trends that are popping up, ways that customers are, are behaving in new and different ways, and then you need to be adapting accordingly. So, you know, th th there is that's probably the first challenge, getting business leaders to understand that marketing is the growth driver of any business and they need to be working on it all the time. It's always on. It needs, you know, the right level of, you know, time, effort, resource, investment. Um, I think the other thing is um, really getting uh, these businesses to understand that um, they need to take time. Uh, there's no silver bullet. Um, and, you know, it just doesn't happen anymore that you trip over a channel and, you know, you go viral and, and, and all of your marketing um, challenges are solved. The reality is, um, is that marketing is a game of inches. Um, you mm -hmm. need to be working across a range of different areas and disciplines um, to get those long-term sustainable gains and growth. So um, it, it takes time. Um, so we, we speak to a lot of businesses and they're like, you know, if I just want to run a campaign. I just want to get that sugar hit. I need to get some money into the business. And there is a place for short-term marketing initiatives, but you do have to be thinking about those long-term objectives as well. Really successful businesses invest in the long-term brand build and uh, really see that, um, you know, developing marketing is a, is a long-term gain. So, you know, I, I, I would strongly um, recommend that, that clients reframe their thinking on that um, and, and be prepared to, to put in over a period of time. You know, I think it makes a lot of sense too. I think one of the challenges that we all face is we get into the too good to be true concept. We get into, um, yeah, everybody out there is going to help me get what I want. And then I invest all this money and don't end up getting what I want. Um, and a lot of it, I think, comes from the fact that they haven't spent the time, that individual that we recruited or company that we recruited to assist us to to help us really articulate what it is that that we want to have happen and to get clear on that from a from a you know when the vendor is trying to assist an organization sometimes we add to the problem and the reason I'm challenging you a bit on this is how do you think you folks are different because there's a lot of marketing agencies out there and some of them can say, well, do you like what happened to Coca-Cola? And, you know, and they ride on their coattails and, and, a, and a gig that's already been done and it's over. And even though that's ongoing, um, we, we have a tendency to say, yeah, but I'm not Coca-Cola. You know, yeah, but I'm not that organization. Um, how do you folks bridge that gap to overcome that skepticism that's out there? about everybody just, you know, promises me all this, I have to spend money on it, and then and then they're gone, and I'm left with m mediocre results at best. Do you have guests you'd like Larry to interview or questions you'd like him to ask? You now have the opportunity to make us even better. Please go to patreon.com. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N com and join us today looking forward to having you be a part of this great adventure 
Oh, it's a, it's a great point and it's something that we encounter daily. Um, you know, we call it the boulevard of broken dreams, uh, the boulevard <laughs> of broken marketing dreams. So, you know, you, you, you are excited. Like I said before, you go out and, and you, you, you get agencies and, and, and you know, they, they'll promise you the world. Um, and then it just doesn't turn out to be the reality. Um, we are a little different in that we are not tactical. We, we, we really specialize in strategy. We kind of don't believe in full service. You know, you've got to, marketing is so broad. You've got to um, specialize in a particular area. Um, but saying that, we, particular, we, we specialize in strategy, but when we come into your business, we do a 360-degree review. So we're not just looking at digital. We're not just looking at brand. We're looking at, you know, according to the framework we've developed, the nine core areas of marketing and sales um, that you need to be performing in to get those long-term growth goals that you're looking for. Um, so we come in and do that. Um, you know, we, we, with the nine boxes, um, we've made marketing a lot more transparent um, mm. and, and, and you're able to really track your progress across each of those nine core areas over time. Um, one of the key things that I hear when I'm in, you know, initial discovery calls with clients is, uh, you know, I say, what do you think about marketing? And they say, do you know what? It's a black hole. I spent $50,000 here and I'm not really sure what it did, you know, $20,000 there and, you know, sort of saw a bit of a result, but then it went away. So people are really looking for, you know, how do do they methodically um, work through marketing and get it to be a really strong area of their business? And like I said before, um, there's no, you know, it's, it's not a quick process. So we have to take time, but what we really do is come into your business. Um, we do a lot of internal analysis. You've got to know what's going on inside your own business and where the value is. And, and, and so many business leaders um, aren't completely across that. Hmm. And then you've got to you've got to team it with external analysis, so customer insights and market data and research. And then you put those two things together, and you're able to build a marketing strategy that is based on fact instead of misguided assumptions and dreams that won't come true. So you know you've you've really got to get that basis of information, and then we put that together and and align it with your business goals, align it with your vision, um, and you know then then we take it forward um, and, and and get the commercial outcomes for you. You know, you've talked about this twice now, tactics and strategy. And, it you know, I know that you have a clear understanding of of the difference and what that means. But would you articulate a little more about what is tactic and strategy and and how do they differ? Yeah, absolutely. Or how are they the same? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So when we think about marketing tactics, it's really, you know, it's the, the, the front end, it's the window dressing, it's the logos, it's the um, website, it's the social media platforms, it's the, the things that you absolutely need to have and they need to be working for you. But if they're not backed up by a strong strategy, they kind of fall apart. Um, the strategy that backs them up is things like, um, you know, the, the, what I mentioned before, understanding of your internal data, um, knowing your buyer's journey, uh, understanding the channel mix that works for your business because you've done a proper analysis of the channels that could work for a business like yours and for your segments, um, your position, uh, your vision, your mission, the people in your business who actually deliver the marketing. All of those elements are critical uh, strategic foundations. And if you don't have those right, 
the tactics will never be right. So uh, we, we really play in that space so that we can get businesses ready for those agency engagements and ready for those campaigns um, so that they really land and, and you've got a high level of confidence that they're going to work for you and you haven't wasted that $50,000. Gotcha. Yeah, that's very important. Um, how much do you get involved in cult- the culture of a company? Uh, look, we, we do get involved um, in the culture in terms of we, we need to understand um, who a business is, like what, what type of business are they now, what business do they want to be, and what does that journey look like. So, again, it's it, when, we, when we look at the position box, which we say is the cornerstone of all marketing, it's your DNA, um, you know, consumers buy from authentic, genuine businesses. So you can't s- slap, you know, and an, an aspirational or, or 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 pretty you know tagline or positioning onto a business and think that that's going to cut it. You really need to hold the mirror up, look internally, engage your staff. We host regular regularly. We host uh, positioning workshops with businesses to do this, to determine who they are, who they want to be, um, and then that needs to be reflected in their external positioning, um, so that the promises that we make to consumers are backed up by what's actually mm. delivered. Gotcha. So we do we do get involved, um, but I wouldn't say that we're the only drivers of that. Obviously, you know, people and culture are critical. It starts with the leadership in terms of how they build the business and, and the culture that they've created. So it's a team effort, but we definitely get involved in terms of determining how to take that internal and make it external and mm. making sure that it matches up with what customers need and want, um, and, and that the messaging is is absolutely you know crisp and and clear, uh, and it's something that the customer wants to to pick up. Beautiful, great, great, great explanation of the two. What um, what got you involved in this to begin with? I mean, share with us a little bit of your journey. Yeah, look, I had a little bit of a. a twisty and turny uh, uh, journey into 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 working in marketing strategy. So um, I, I lo- my dad loves it when I tell this story. Um, my my father worked in, in advertising sales and is just a fantastic salesman and, and marketer himself. I used to go to to work with him on a Saturday morning um, with my little briefcase. I was about eight years old and um, I just uh, he was my hero. But then, of course, I got to the teenage years and I was not going to be a marketer. I was not going to be like my dad. And uh, I actually went to university uh, and studied law and journalism. I worked as a television journalist, um, but I just didn't love it. And if I'm honest, I wasn't particularly good at it. So <laughs> uh, I then started, you know, moving into, I moved into PR and then I moved into corporate communications and then I got a marketing position. And, uh, you know, a few years later, I, I was a, a, a chief marketing officer at a professional services firm and I had to ring my dad and go, turns out I'm a marketer. <laughs> and uh, so, you know, he knew me better than I knew myself, but um, I love what we do. I love problem solving for businesses. Um, what, you know, unmet need can we satisfy in the market? And uh, then, you know, I love the challenge of um, really breaking down a market and determining how a business can grow within that. Very nice. Very nice. Um, You know, you mentioned about you need to be genuine for people to want to buy, to be, to to kind of build that trust. How, How do you make sure that what they offer and how they deliver and their ability to follow up when there is an issue 
can make or break that integrity side and that that we're no longer authentic or wow, you are really authentic. I want to I want your product. I want to be involved in your services. What kind of a journey is that? Yeah, this is where, you know, customer insights are so critical. So we we basically, Larry, we won't really work with a business unless they'll commit to doing customer insights because they are that powerful. Um, we regularly speak to businesses and we say, you know, we think you should do a round of customer insights. We want to speak to your customers, do some in-depth discussions and really find out, you know, what are the what do they see are the benefits of working with your business? What do you do differently? Um, what, what, what are the pain points in the delivery cycle? Uh, what are the things you do really well? Um, we need to break that down. Um, and, you know, sometimes we have businesses say to us, oh, look, we know our customers really well. We can just tell you this. We, you know, you don't need to do that. And we say, no, we do. There is something to be said for an independent business coming in and speaking to your customers and assuring them anonymity. Yeah. I am yet, in my years of doing this, I'm yet to see a business leader that has not been surprised either, uh, you know, positively or negatively by some insights that have come come through. So, you know, it's it's really critical to stay in touch with your customers, make sure they're satisfied. If not, why not? Um, and, and then, you know, you, you sometimes you've got to, you know, evaluate where you're going as a business and um, the areas where you need to improve. That 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 is um, just a table stake for being in business these days. So, you know, we're firm believers in that customer insight. And, um, you know, I mentioned it before, um, building your strategies and building your business based on data as opposed to misguided assumptions. Hmm. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, you know, it says a lot about your business because you, what you've said is our right fit client, if you will, um, is willing to do the customer evaluation. You know, it's almost your litmus test about how successful we're, we're going we're gonna to be if they're unwilling to, to become transparent and to get other perspectives and information that may not be in alignment with the information they currently have. And I think that's appropriate for for all of us, whether we're being coached or we we are coaching others, uh, whether we're trying to assist other companies. We really have to get out of our own way. We really have to recognize that it's about them, not us. And that goes to your staffing in your own organization. Um, how do you make sure that the people you bring on are in alignment with how you want to be branded and what you want people saying about you behind your back. Yeah, and and this is so important because particularly in our business where you know we we our, our we have a great framework but our people are a big part of our pro- Product. The people who go into these businesses, the strategists that go in and actually deliver the, the services are, are what people are buying. Mm. So um, we, we have a very, personally with our business, we have a very rigorous recruitment process, a, a four-point four recruitment process. To, so to um, we have quite a stringent criteria around the level of experience and that type of experience you need to have to be able to work with us. But then uh, there are three directors in our business and you need to get through all three directors. Uh, if any of us say no, 
it's a no. So, uh, you know, and we yeah. all are looking for different things. You know, I look for cultural alignment. Um, you know, my co-directors look for technical expertise, uh, you know, customer experience delivery. We all look for different things. Um, so if you get through those, you know, and, and then, you know, our managing director sort of ties it up at the end and she's the fourth point. But, you know, if you get through those four points, you, you, we, we feel pretty confident. But that being said, you know, you don't always get it right. It's about... Yeah. It's about determining that early and taking action. So, you know, and then then other times we 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 find that um, you know, some people that we we maybe they they came through um and you know we maybe had that one percent we were unsure about, they're fantastic. You know, it's people, it's it's not an exact science. So yeah. uh, I think yeah. I think for us you've you've got to put some systems in place around what do you absolutely need? Like what 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 are your if 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 they don't have X, Y, and Z, they can't be in your business. And then I think you need to be really clear on values and culture. So we have three values. We talk about them in the interview process and we need the um, candidates to really demonstrate that they're aligned mm. with those values. Okay. And if they can't get through that, that's kind of a critical point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, it, but, but, but to answer, you know, your question, Larry, we're still working on that. We're still working on it and I don't know if it will ever be done um, because, you know, we're starting to see now different generations coming through our business and they think differently and they feel differently. Um, so we've always got to um, be making sure that we're adapting that people strategy accordingly. You know, one of the things that that um, you got me thinking about is, yeah, it's all wonderful when they meet or exceed your expectations. And they are, in fact, who they said they were and behaved accordingly in that interview. And then you talked about, but we can't always get it right. And then there are all those occasions where it's not a good fit. How do you make that? How do you go about having those conversations with someone now who is excited, was eager, was all in? And then there was a either a character flaw or they kind of were prone to exaggeration when they were were sharing their expertise. Um, how do you how do you work through those difficult conversations? Yeah, look, it's never easy. Um, people management, I think, is one of the hardest. It is the hardest part of our business. Uh, I find being a leader and, and, and managing people and making sure everyone's happy and you're all rowing in the same direction. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I think you've got to be super clear on, you know, what are the critical factors okay. and what are the fatal flaws that you can't have in the business, and you've got to, you've got to be strict about that. And you know, it, it's the same in marketing. You know, what is your criteria for a good customer? And then how do you filter customers in or out accordingly? And, and, and that's, that's I think, the first step. Then I think the other thing is understanding that we're not all going to be the same and good businesses are not built with people who are all the same. How can you then celebrate and appreciate difference? But then if it's not working in the business, train and develop people and give them the tools that they need to be able to perform the way that you need them to. So it's about, you know, what are the fatal flaws? What are the things that you can work on? And then how do you celebrate and appreciate difference? They're probably the three things in our business that we try and focus on, um, on a, you know, weekly and monthly basis. Um, And the other thing is around building a community. Um, We work with very high level people. You need to have been a CMO or, or a head of marketing of a, of a large multinational for 15 years to come and work for us. So, you know, it's a small pool, but there's a reason these people left corporate. 
They Mm. were looking for more flexibility. They were looking for more autonomy. They were looking to get out of the corporate machine but still do meaningful work. Um, They wanted to be a consultant but not be alone. So, you know, we've we've spent a lot of time into building a community that people want to be a part of. And we find that when you build that and people enjoy the camaraderie and the community aspect, they really want to do the best they can for you. Um, so, you know, we've tried to create a employer um, brand around offering something different in the market, um, offering really great, meaningful work, but without all of the corporate Um, bureaucracy and red tape and uh, for us that's really resonated with the type of people that we want to come and work with us. Mm -hmm. Uh, As that statement and Jerry Maguire said you had me at hello Um, (laughs) that that you are a a very genuine and 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 very art easily able to articulate complex ideas and I think that's where a lot of confidence comes from your clients as they know that you care and they're willing to listen because you're able to listen to them. And I think that that is probably what really separates you from, oh, we got all the answers and we know what you need and we can guarantee you these results and you just have to pay us this much and just, you know, sit back and and we'll make it happen for you. And all of a sudden we're just like everybody else out there. We're we're caught up in all the noise and there's there's really no ability for us to be a separate even though we may be similar in what we offer. And I think that is probably the most difficult element for any business is to what makes what makes us different and unique. And if if we can't articulate that, what is it about us that you'll want to do business with, even though there are others that do the same thing, but nobody will will give you the follow up and the and the characteristics necessary for for you to sustain this. Mm-hmm. Right. And, you know, Gallup talks a lot about the fact that people are staring at their screen because they're dissatisfied not only with their own life, but what they've found they need to be doing day in and day out. And if we're not challenging them and if we're not having conversations with them, we're not able to move with them. Mm -hmm. Right. And I'm just really very kudos to you folks and on how you are doing your business. I think that's, uh, that's, uh, it's marvelous. And uh, Mm -hmm. I'm definitely in your camp on that. Thank you. Yeah. Look, I think there's a couple of things you've you've touched on there, which are really great points. Um, you know, we've we've really, as an industry, as a marketing industry, we have done ourselves no favors. <laughs> uh, we have made marketing this gray area. There's a lot of metrics people don't understand. Um, I hear a lot um, on the calls that I do. You know, we know we need to do something about marketing, but we just don't know where to start. We're getting all of these different messages and people telling us that that they can do X, Y, and Z for us. We need someone to break it down and educate us on marketing because we've just never really understood it. Mm. And and we always say that we do 50% marketing strategy, 50% education. Mm. Um, and we want to make it very simple to understand, um, you know, how to, how to get growth for your business. I think the other point Fair that point. you just made was around, you know, making sure that you're clear about what you're doing and you know we've just been doing some work with a residential house builder 
I'm based in Australia, but we, we've just been doing some work with a residential house builder in New Zealand. And, you know, previously, before we got involved, they were selling homes, they were selling houses. And we held a workshop with them and we were like, it's not about the home. It's not about the bricks and mortar. It's about the memories and the lifestyle and the, the dream. Mm-hmm. And that's what you're selling. And they've completely changed their positioning and their, 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 their you know, marketing message to be less about the bricks and the tiles and the pipes and the house. And it's it's now about the the lifestyle that you're selling and those beautiful family moments. Um, and, you know, just that subtle change has just meant that there's so much more relevant and resonant with their markets mm-hmm. and the customers feel like these guys really understand me and what I'm trying to achieve. So, wow. you know, that's it, be, being really clear around, you know, not just being about the product, being about the purpose is is so important. Beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I love that. Um, blam, blink of an eye, like we talked earlier. And uh, we're we're at a point now uh, where I would love it if you would give people the opportunity to, how do we get a hold of you? And then secondly, um, there's a lot of businesses out there that, that are looking for uh, kind of a, a leg up. They're looking for some assistance, not a handout, but, you know, a hand up that old kind of cliche um, statement. But what would you share with them that they could start thinking about, you know, now or an action that they could take now to start to break out of this negative cycle of just throwing money at at trying to get people to recognize us and then that falling falling short for them? Yeah, great. I've I've got an offer, Larry. Okay, so, all right. Good. So if uh, you, any of your listeners uh, can, they can connect with me on LinkedIn, Brooke Chapman, three by three, or you can go to our website, um, three t h t h r w e by b y three number three dot com, um, and we have an online benchmark that businesses can take. You can request the benchmark. We will send it to you. Um, all the members of your team can complete it. Um, there normally is a charge associated, but we're prepared to offer it for free. Um, mm-hmm. and, and what it is, it's 45 questions, takes you about 10 minutes. Um, it's 45 questions all businesses should be asking about their marketing. And wow. what? And, and then you can take the temperature on your performance across the nine core areas of marketing and sales and, and we can can show you what that looks like and give you some commentary around your scores. So um, you know, usually when business leaders go through that survey, the light bulbs start to go off. They start to think, okay, this question we've we haven't looked at that in a long time, or we've <laughs> never looked at that. And they start to put it together that there are some things missing. So it's a really good way to just, you know, benchmark where you're at. Um, and we can give you some commentary around what that means and then look at some next steps in terms of what your priorities should be. So really happy to offer that um, to, to all of your listeners and viewers today. Very nice. Very nice. Well, thank you so much for taking time out of your morning. She's 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 doing this at six in the morning, those of you that are listening, <laughs> um, and is just bright-eyed and chirpy. Um, yeah, I'm a morning person, luckily. There you go. There you go. Um, and I would just want to thank you again for, for what you've shared with us. And, and also, I think more importantly, the, the genuineness with which you offer. And I think if people don't recognize that that's what they're looking for when they're looking into advertising, not how splashy it is or 
am I really going to be on the field at Super Bowl and have my product stated? And you got to be a pretty big business with a lot of bucks to to pull that off. But if you don't have the team in place and the follow-up, you've just wasted your money because now all you're going to do is disappoint your, your clients. And I think that with your services, you make sure that certainly doesn't happen. And, Absolutely. Um, yeah. And so thank you for that. Thanks very much, um, Larry. It's been great. You, you bet. And for all of you out there, just continue to remember, no matter what you're going through in your life, you're exactly where you need to be right now in this moment. And it all gets down to the choices that we make. And when you have a strong vision and you know what you want for your company and what you want for your own life, the choices become so much easier to make. So make the right one, bring out the best in yourself and you'll bring out the best in others. And always remember that we're just glad that you took the, your time to invest with us. And uh, anytime you wanna go ahead and make any comments or give us any feedback, it's always appreciated. So thank you again, Brooke, and what you've offered. And we wanna make sure you get as much business out of this as you can. And um, because it's in the right hands. So take care. Thank you all out there for listening. And Brooke, once again, thank you so much. Thanks very much. It was great. All right. You're more than welcome. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode, we ask that you please subscribe and share with your friends and associates. Question. Would there be any value if you created meaningful, sustainable, loving relationships in all areas of your life? If that sounds impossible to you, then maybe you've given up dreaming without even knowing it. We have wonderful news for you because Larry's next guest today is all about the power of dreams and building quality relationships from your business network to your family and even to your love life. Listen up for this one.